Good evening everyone and welcome to the I Spit On Your Grades results show for the anthology edition. Uh, you are joined by me, Faye, and by my lovely co-host, Christopher. Hello. And Monsieur. Hello. How are you guys? Are you all good? Yeah, good times. I think we're all doing Has there been any sort of horror-related happenings this week for you, Mercer? I certainly know Chris and I have been watching some horror stuff. So I weren't watching horror, but I do have a a very scary experience that happened to me. Go ahead. I was going to make a joke about you looking at Mirror, and then I thought, no, you sound quite serious about this, so I'm not going to. Well, anyone who, like, kind of knows me will probably maybe have seen me post a little comment on Facebook or Twitter, wherever I post it. But anyway, I was sat at work, which is in my house on my deck and I'm tippy tapping away and I'm working really hard and suddenly from my soundbar comes the introduction to Toxic from Britney Spears. Now I love Britney and I love Toxic but I ain't playing no music. Do you think maybe somebody hacked into your Wi-Fi and set that going? Well so I'm, I've had a little mini heart attack obviously I've had to stop working immediately <laughs> because I'm like oh my god it's here the demon is here. <laughs> Had the phone in sick. Look, boss, sorry. I can't. Our team's messaged everyone going, oh my God, you're not going to it. Something's happening to me. Something's happening. And then like cut myself offline just for dramatic effect. Um, <laughs> as you do, because I was terrified. So I'm like absolutely shitting myself. So I phone's my partner and I'm like, where are you? And they're like, I'm just on my way home from doctors. And then it dawned on me. Guess where the doctors is? Just past my house. So they've walked past the house, the mother lickers, <gasps> stood outside and said to me, this is me on the phone. I thought I'd do something to let you know that everything's going to be all right. <laughs> because I'm having a stressful time at work. <laughs> Lovely sentiment. Yeah. Maybe next time you might not want to make you shit your pants. Maybe just put a brick through your window. <laughs> I know, right? I'll just sneak with, a, with a note saying everything's going to be alright. Yeah. So obviously that that didn't go down too well. The fact that he stood outside my house and thought I'm going to do something nice and play my good luck song. So that was a, a, an episode of my week. That's good. I mean, terrifying, but funny. You know what isn't funny? It's the shackles under which Britney Spears is kept. Hashtag free Britney. Mm-hmm. Just throwing that out there. We didn't really have any sort of experiences, but we did watch Host this week from Shudder. Have you seen it? No. It's really good. Like, it takes all the best bits of found footage, paranormal activity films, and puts them into a piece that's less than an hour. It's really good. It's really effective. And genuinely... Was, was very, very jumpy in a lot of it. it. I knew the scares were coming, but that didn't stop me just jumping out of bed. No, as you say, they just filter out all the non-needed crap from a lot of these a lot of these found footage in general haunted house movies. And the relationships between them are really good. You believe in the relationship between them as six friends. Mm. By five minutes in, you've bought the relationship between them. Mm, they're really good. To, they, they work really well together. The chemistry is brilliant. And considering this is mostly shot in six lo- six locations, really, with the bedroom, with the bedrooms and a couple of additional shots through hallways, they do a lot with the space they have. Check it out. It's not even an hour. I'd love to... Um... But I'm one of the probably last few people in the world who isn't subscribed to Shudder. Because oh. I just don't know which way to subscribe. Because if I do it through the TV, I can't use the app or something. Or mm-hmm. if I do it through the app, I can't 
Dave, I'm just like, mm, I want both, but I don't want to pay for both. Keep scared. You can sign into both, no matter what you do it. What you do it with if you download the app onto the TV. This, this may be conversation for something that isn't a podcast, maybe. There's, I'm sure there's many people who are struggling to get their shiller free trial trying to decide what to do with it. But yeah, just an FYI, anyway. We also watched The Pool this yes! week. Yes! Oh, controversial. Controversial for me. We don't want to give the ending away though just i know we do but everyone knows what we're discussing ahead of time generally so they know that we will discuss spoilers this we don't want to give the ending away because it is pretty good without giving the ending away but just giving you a quick synopsis um pool is it's about a guy who's working on a fashion shoot that's taking place um underwater and he somehow ends up in this pool by himself where the water's gone down and can't get out it's like the the closing up the pool on the last day of filming and uh, he's stuck in this pool. Um, there's also been a storm that has freed an alligator crocodile. Alligator, alligator. crocodile. An, al- an, all- an alligator. An alligator or a crocodile um, is roaming free and ends up in the pool with him. And that's all I'm going to say. The ending, I was not on board with. I was very offended by the ending. Ignore the dodgy CGI as well because there are times the alligator looks truly awful. Yeah. It is definitely, it's only about an hour and a half long. Definitely worth your time. And they make some shocking decisions. Some absolutely horrific decisions. But again, ignore that. So is it similar to these um, other pool horror movies except they replaced like a serial killer with an alligator? Yes. Okay, cool. I'm not actually seeing any so I don't, I don't really know. Right. Much better. Okay. That's all. Okay. <laughs> In other news, there was a, a big announcement this week. Yes, that's right. Faye's pregnant. <laughs> no, no, she's not. She's not. It's Fright Fest Digital Download um, Edition. Fright Fest Digital Edition? Fright Fest Download Digital? Fidget- what do you call digital? it? Fidgetal? Fidgetal. Let's get fidgetal. Let's get... Did you say digital? Fidgetal. Fidgetal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yes, it's it's happened. They've uh, they've they've gone digital for the August edition, and they released their films. They did, um, and it looks all right. Yeah. That's the kind of reaction they were going for. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I think there's there's some interesting choices in there. Yeah. Some looks good. I guess obviously we're not going to go into it too much because we're going to the. Once we've done the full event, I'm mm. guessing. But a hot pick for now. Um, for me, probably either twelve hour shift or the honeymoon phase. Two two good picks. For me, I think the pick of the weekend will probably be either the hall, mm. which looks interesting. Again, confined with confined with some kind of a deadly virus. Doesn't ring it doesn't ring any bells, so good escapism there. <laughs> and quite possibly Aquaslash, because who doesn't want to get see people getting butchered in tremendous ways in a water park. True. For me, um, I do think the honeymoon phase looks quite interesting. They're outside. When you watch, if you watch the trailer, actually looks a lot more interesting and potentially darker than I kind of expected it to be. Right. Um, I mean, what I'm definitely looking forward to is enhanced. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm not. Uh, What I am actually looking forward to, I think we're interested in the... Um, a comment you made earlier about building a bar when this film were on. Um, I'm really looking forward to The Swerve. Oh. I think that looks amazing. It is supposed to be really good, but apparently it's quite drawn out and takes 
a long time to get into and who doesn't want that on the last film of the Monday night? It's a seven o'clock film, so it's not like a midnight screening that I'm going to fall asleep in. I'm looking forward to that one. But it is essentially the last film of the festival, is it not? Yeah, but then, you know, you your pre, your after party is what's important. True. Should be banging. I'm not banging on internet. I did that once and I'm not going back. <laughs> Kid, I kid. Can you imagine what it would be like to get through one episode without one of you two being absolutely fucking disgustingly filthy? Never gonna happen. Never gonna happen. Because we're from Yorkshire. Yorkshire. Ex fucking excuse me. <laughs> I'm sorry, Southern boy. He reckons. He reckons he's not from Yorkshire. I hear him slipping into dialect quite a lot. So one of us now. One of us. A up and whisk it. And there you go. Yorkshire pudding. <laughs> Tut. <laughs> Moving on from this. Uh, Yorkshire commentary? Pudding. Wildlife. Pits. We no? We get your Yorkshire I thought, I thought we were just doing word association. No, we're not. How dare you. Moving on. How about we get a little feedback from Mercer about what I love the listeners thought of the anthologies that we put out and their suggestions and such? I'd love to give you some feedback. Primarily about feedback for the anthologies and the reasons people voted. But there's a couple of bits of feedback that I feel is important to bring in. So you might remember last week we had um, a very in-depth medical conversation about Achilles tendons. Yes. And we weren't sure whether they could be healed or not. So we got an answer from this. Dr. Lauren McIntyre. Now, let's note the doctor in the title. So Dr. Lauren McIntyre did come back to say, good news, yes, you can have surgery to fix your torn slash cut Achilles tendon. Also, apparently, if slash when you snap the tendon, it's so loud it sounds like a gunshot. Don't like that last part. Oh my god. No. Do not like the last part. I don't like that either. Appreciate the first part though. Wow. Yeah. So now I remember the next time someone slices your ankle while you're getting out of bed uh, or back of your foot, wherever that Achilles tendon is, like you don't have to panic. Like you can get it fixed. If you can get away from the person who's clearly like trying to kill you. Or if you don't have a heart attack from believing that you've just been shot, because that's what it sounds like. I mean, I wonder what comes first, like the pain or or the fear of a gunshot going off. The noise, I would imagine. I suppose it depends. If you land on it and snap it, then yeah, I imagine it sounds like a gunshot. If someone slices through, I wonder if it does sound like that or not. But we won't get, we won't get people further research. We won't have people digging into it. <laughs> Lauren, get on it, no, please. No, we should. I need some experiments going on. I've got a feeling when it's sliced, it sounds like a guitar string snapping. <laughs> mm. That's what I'm picturing. Yeah. That's an awful sound as well. Yeah, it is. And it fucking hurts when a guitar string snaps on you as well. Kills. Well, imagine if a guitar string snaps inside you there. Imagine that. Uh, we also had um, a bit of feedback from The Paul and Griff about a previous show. Oh, yeah. So they just come back to say... Yeah, so they just come back to say, we listened to your show, we really enjoyed it so much that it's made them want to go back and watch Tremors again. Well done, Chris. Win for you there. Not seen a film like that in a long time. Also need to see The Descent too. Great stuff. Keep up the good work. Please. Paul and Griff also have their own podcast as well called The Paul and Griff Show. So make sure you Give check them out. On to some of the anthology feedback. A couple of different names popping up this week. So Mark Logan. Men with Bananas, at Men with Bananas. Don't know where that name come from, but it's a bit disturbing. Um, he's <laughs> come back going, Anthologies! I do love a classic anthology. Trouble is, there's so many. 
No Asylum, From Beyond the Grave, Dead of Night, VHS 2, or Southbound made the list. What is this so, love for VHS 2 that people are... I don't get it. I think there's like one good section in VHS 2, maybe. Yeah, maybe two, but... Maybe two, which is the one with the guy who's um, on his honeymoon and he's cheated and... That's ABC's that of a, Death. That's a good two. section, but that's not VHS 2. No, but it's a part two of something. So, but yeah, um, I guess one thing we need to remind—not remind people, but just be clear of—is we know that this isn't an exclusive list of the best anthologies. It's our personal favourites, and we're just kind of like arguing against each other to see who's got the best taste in mm. films. Apparently, none of us has, uh, because <laughs> you know some shit films that you have picked up one. Anyway, oh, you want to talk uh, astronauts' wife? You want to talk about shit films being brought to the table? Let's not go there. It didn't win though, did it? Don't matter. Got brought to the table. You invited it in. I did. Um, anyway, back on. So uh, we also got Darren Gaskill coming back. Um, so the at Darren underscore Gaskill. Follow him. Um, he's come back, which is nice. All great, but Tales from the Crypt edges it for me. I loved the film as a kid, and you'd have to be made of concrete not to be hit right in the feels by the Peter Cushing segment of that anthology, which we all agree with. Truth bombs. Heartbreaking. Absolutely heartbreaking. We had a, a little cheeky dig from that coming in, <laughs> reading us again. He likes to come in and read us, or at least one of us each time. This time it came for all of us, including the general public, with a very snippy little sentence. Not sure I can fully endorse any of these. <laughs> well, now, what do you endorse? That's the question. But we love you. <laughs> Yeah, cheeky little bugger. <laughs> <laughs> we had a lovely little uh, surprise uh, retweet this week from uh, the one and only Andy Nyman. Yes, that's right. Faye got a little bit of help with her uh, pick this week from Mr. Nyman himself. We just retweeted with, I'm hoping you all know what to vote for. Apparently, people did. <laughs> mm-hmm. And finally, we can't, we can't not give the feedback deserved for... Um, the brand new intro that we've got, uh, where once again we'll thank at who else but Mitch. Whole oh, butts Mitch. Who else but Mitch? Uh, so yes, yeah, so Gohan came in going great new intro and a cracking episode. And uh, Neil or Horror of Dracula uh, came in going loving the opening music, guys. Let's do this. Nice about the episode, not about the like. I don't know what else it could be. So, yeah, so there was lots more feedback. We'll save that for Thanks. people to read on Twitter. Thanks. Thank you for that feedback. That's great. I take a bow for delivering that feedback. I was going to say, I was talking about the listeners, not you, but you took credit for it, so. Well, you know what this say? No. <laughs> no, I don't. If you read it, you own it. <laughs> Thank you very much. Guys, you know what time it is. Oh my god, what time is it? It's Chico time! No, Mercer. Oh. It's one star review time. I love a good one star review. I know you do. Do we um, have any preference for music this week? Please keep my capabilities in mind. Let's not throw me into like scat rap or something. Oh, <laughs> I, mean, I don't even know what scat rap is. I don't. Other than someone screaming shit on themselves while they're rapping to whatever. That's the Eminem um, way. <laughs> 
Well, I picked last week, and I thought I made a very good choice. Um, and if we think about it, we've we've done some like country, haven't we? We've mm-hmm. done the opera stuff that you did, which was good. Mm-hmm. That was good. What about just in the style of Britney Spears? Okay. This is one part where my whole life hasn't been leading up to this, by the way. I know I say it every week. Mine has. Not, not this. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm so basic, I'm going full on fucking first Britney Spears single ever. Here I am. Oh, baby, baby, he is your one star. <laughs> so fucking talented, wasted. <laughs> you have successfully oh, killed Mercer, so, so. Job well done. So, so good. You could do like um, a cover album. I'm bringing no. you, You've got Britney, you've got Shakira slash Heather Small. <laughs> you know, you know when you used to pay like to get those shit ringtones? <laughs> We've got like an entirely new business model. Forget Patreon, fuck it, we don't need it. If you want your if you want your own exclusive ringtone in a style of your choosing, here's yes, up four ninety five a month for the first six months, ten ninety nine a month after. Oh my! Anywho, um, who would like <laughs> who would like to go first for their one star review? <laughs> since, right. you, since you two are both dying, would you like me to would you like me to start yeah, us off with our one star review? I do apologise, this is a bit of a lengthy one. There weren't ones I loved, unfortunately, this week for One Star Review, so I found one in the end. From M. Thompson 29. Makes him sound like a poet, but I bet he's not. I don't think he is. I like the fact he's clear, though. He's no fucking around with a nickname. He's M. Thompson. Yeah. 29 years old and three quarters. Is he 29 anymore, though? Or was no, that this, was, this was uh, around 2011, so... So what would it be now? Like, M. Thompson... 38? Yeah. yeah. So it's around our age as well, which is, if we go by that logic. Yeah. Anyhow, headlined, really, really, don't bother. Does anyone have 79 minutes that I can borrow, please? Why? Because that is the amount of time this god-awful film has stolen from my life. Who's got 79 minutes to be lending people to begin with? <laughs> Who goes, I'm happy to die 79 minutes earlier so you can fucking do it from it back? I thought that's how long his review were going to take. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm basically going. What do you call it? You know the uh, Amer- the American government filibustering. I'm, filip- uh, I'm taking over and filibustering the show. No, okay. maybe I'm being harsh. If you like films that have absolutely no point to them, aren't entertaining, have no feasibility or continuity, then I reckon you'll love this little gem. Myself and my partner brought this bought this DVD. And the misapprehension that it was going to be a great film. Lightly based, my ad, on the reviews from this website. Blaming IMDb already. Mm. Not seen that yet. Not seen anyone blame people on IMDb for their reviews. You have now. To coin a phrase from today's mobile slash text era, WTF, he is down with the kids. WTF, why the face? <laughs> it was just silly. Silly, I tell you. 
A childlike killer that is in the opening scene, or sorry, that in the opening scene, struggles to drag a corpse even a few feet, yet somehow summons the power to lift the victim and impale her on a stake that is over three times the height of evil pumpkin dwarf's body. Great start. Someone on here had the nerve to liken this film to John Carpenter's Halloween. I can tell you now that Michael Myers would not be in the same room as the pumpkin-headed dwarf. Do you know what would happen if Michael Myers and the pumpkin-headed dwarf were ever to be in the same room? Why does he just use his fucking name? Just say Sam! I don't think he's paying attention. Michael Myers would hold out his arm, place his superior hands on its little pumpkin head, and hold him back whilst it wildly swung its arms around like an angry little cartoon character. Never once have I seen Michael Myers hold, put his hand out, the hold someone smaller away from him while no. they're swinging their arms. He's making a huge leap. Actually can't begin to discuss the nymphomaniac Little Red Riding Hood and a clang of angry... Here we go. Angry vampires. Someone did not watch this film. Somebody was not paying any attention. And here's why. Because during most of these scenes, myself and my partner were talking about actual horror films. Because he's a man who appreciates what an actual horror film is. I'm glad he was talking rather than watching the actual film. It held my attention for a nanosecond when the connection between the crazy neighbours became apparent. But then, alas, back to boredom. Only to end with the special needs kids from the swamp. My advice on Trick or Treat, don't answer the door. If you buy it, you'll regret it. More importantly, if someone you know watches this film, enjoys it and then lends it to you, then you should no longer consider that person to be a friend. This is the line that gets me. If it's a relative, then although you have less options with regard to disowning them, I would probably be more worried about how much time you spend in their company. No one who enjoys this film can be sound of mind. Uh, yeah, that was a review. It was a review. I mean, barely watched the film by the sounds of it, but yeah, it was a review all the same. Mm. Do you know what got me mad about that review more than anything? Was the way he kept referring to Sam as um, the... Pumpkinhead. What was it? Pumpkinhead Dwarf. Yeah. It's a child playing the role. And maybe his review wouldn't have been as long had he just replaced saying Pumpkinheaded Dwarf each time with Sam. <laughs> it had cut, his reviewing, it cut his reviewing off. So what's to go next? I'll go next. My one star review for Ghost Stories is by a person called Tasley. It's late in the evening. I'm struggling to think of a funny name for Tasley, so if you can think of one, have at it, folks. The one star review goes, this is a disappointment. The director and slash or writer, brackets S, have seen Jacob's Ladder, Carnival of Souls or even Soul Survivors one too many times in an attempt to make their movie worth seeing. Don't you fucking dare compare ghost stories to Soul Survivors. That is an insult. Is it not? That's fucking disgusting. I'll carry on. It starts off promising and just ends in utter disappointment. Characters are on scene just as quickly as they are taken off. Who hits a demon just to run off? Didn't even take pictures. We get thrown into character lives, partially invested just long enough to be like, okay, this will tie together. As I said before, an attempt to create their own Jacob's Ladder. Does it tie together? Vaguely. Does it matter? Not at all. Hope to find this writing director team. Cooking and waiting tables. They sure can't produce a good film. This guy's off his tits. Tasley, off your tits. That's what you are, little bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think that's spot on. (laughs) I'm joking, I'm joking. Nice review. Well done. Hmm. Well done, Tasley. Well done, Tasley. Can I just say, if you'd hit a demon... 
Would y'all have stuck around to take a picture or bolted the fuck out of there? I probably wouldn't have even hit it. I'd have been well, like... I don't drive. If I'd have run over with my bike. <laughs> Thank you for being so literal, guys. That's just what I was looking for. Thanks. And while you, you're still in full-on Britney mode, as you went, listen, guys, if y'all... <laughs> You'll get more Britney later. Don't you worry about it. Mercer, would you like to go next? Yes. So, full disclosure, I legitimately couldn't find a one-star review for Dr. Terry's House of Horrors. I can back this up. I also looked, could not um, find one. We, we have had to go for a two-star review, but we've gone for a two-star review that, you know, kind of wanted it to be a one-star review. So it kind of fits. Anyway, this comes from the very talented Jim Ward, and um, the title of the review is Kill Me, Please. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jim. <laughs> okay, Jim. The general story of the movie has a huge gaping hole that ruins it. The passengers seem to think that the Grim Reaper is fake. However, in his fortunes, he tells them things that they have never told him. And at no point do the passengers say, hold on a second, isn't it a bit odd how he knows these things? You could say they was using dark arts or something, but that makes no sense as to why he would do it. Thus breaking your immersion and deeming this film unwatchable in my eyes. As for the scare factor, it's basically zero. Nothing at all is scary about this film. And given that the characters aren't fleshed out at all, they are, kind of, and, and that the story is a huge gaping hole, I wish he'd stop saying that. I know. And also given that the directing directing and acting is mediocre, that leaves nothing to like about this film. The only reason I gave it two and not a one was because some aspects were mediocre and not completely awful. If you want to see a good horror from the 60s slash 70s, I recommend watching The Skull. It's so much better. I can't agree with that because I've never seen The Skull, so I can't take that comparison. But... Uh, <laughs> uh, just know that the acting is mediocre. Okay, it's not like, you know, it's the Oscar winning, but it's good. It's fine. And as for the huge gaping hole, the huge gaping hole should be is in your head, where a brain should be. Be fair, some of the performance, some of the performances there aren't even just good. Christopher Lee absolutely nails it. Roy Castle was absolutely brilliant in it. They are fleshed out. I think they get fleshed out each time we go back. This yeah. is we learn a little bit more. So yeah, um, Jim Ward, kill me please. Um, he asked for it. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm not pushing people to do it, but he has asked. So, yeah, do we want? Do we want with that information? <laughs> and then I guess we've got um, tales from the crypt. That we do. So guess what, everyone? Another film where we can't find no <laughs> one-star review. Yeah, we should rename the titles for this one. One and two-star reviews in the style of Britney. I can't do a Britney. One so, and two. <laughs> you know, it's one, two, three. <laughs> Yes, well done. Um, so this this review um, doesn't have a um, an author, but it is called Slow Pace Mover. This is a collection of five different stories. Thank you. All of them are so slow paced that you tend to go to sleep. It is slow paced even for the nineteen seventies standard. Fuck me and the use of slow paced. Right. No horrible get up is used anywhere through the poster. 
there's no uh, there's no punctuation sorry <laughs> so it's it's thrown me a bit so no horrible gap is used anywhere through the poster show although the poster no horrible setup is used anywhere, though the poster shows a horrible skull with a single eye. Even the music is dull, wrong, waste of time, good actors are wasted. Though the movie is about as you sow, so you reap, in the first story, we wonder if the protagonist really deserves what he got. Gonna agree with that one. Okay. Did it dis- the first story, I mean? Did the protagonist deserve no, what we, we No, we yeah, no, we've, we yeah, we've covered that. Yeah, absolutely didn't. So, unnamed reviewer, you've, you've made a valid point. Um, I wouldn't say we're slow-paced. I think it's quite chopper. We, I think like, it is. Probably <laughs> last segment, maybe, but... Which I like. But it's hard to be a slow-paced film if when you've got, like, five short segments to get in mm. with points to make or whatever. But, yeah. Interesting. Hmm. So that, I believe, concludes the one star review. So I'm going to hand it over to Brittany to uh, sign us up. Oh, baby, baby, oof, that was one star review. But there may be a two. Oh, my, my, my. <laughs> I'm going to hate hearing myself when I'm editing this. It's going to oh, great on me. I love the Britney. You, you, you did so well, Fair. And I don't, I don't endorse people doing Britney, but I'm mm. endorsing you. Thank you. Can't wait for Shakira week. <laughs> Shakira's like my dog. Do you know what is so bizarre? All I've been doing is I've been I've been wearing my mask and I went out. And for some reason, in my mind, I believe because people can't see my mouth moving, they don't know the sounds are coming from me. So I went to Marks and Spencer's, and I've just been walking around Marks and Spencer's. Like, Constantly, yeah. And people are looking around and they don't know it's me because I've got a mask on. They can't see. <laughs> Did I turn? Did I turn around like oh fuck me? Where Shakira's in it? <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm living for it though. I love it. That's the best thing about these maps. Like, you can do your, whatever you want. Also, a tip: you don't just smile at people anymore. You just raise your eyebrows, and they think you're smiling. No, they know. They know when Inside. you're smiling at them. They know. I just seductively look at them, but it's weird. I walked past the woman today and she was like, hey! and I'm like, you don't know what's going on under here. <laughs> I love that um, the mask has given you a newfound freedom to just be a dick. I mean, to be fair, I'm always a dick. <laughs> and, um, you know, I'm the guy who walks down the street going, oh, oh, oh. This is true. So, uh, <laughs> hmm. but people know it's been either done. It's, it's fun. Anyway, um, do you think we should... Um, we should get to it. I reckon so. I think there's a winner. I think there is. Yep. Well, there better is. be. Cause... Otherwise, something with our format's gone terribly wrong. Yes. Just leave one more. I can just come back next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's it, guys. Okay. Are we ready for this? Are we ready to find out?
Chris, Mercer, I spit <laughs> on your grades. She's done it again. Two in a row. Genuinely shocked. Not even kidding. I thought the Dr. Terror or Trick or Treat were going to get this one. Genuinely. Shocked as you picked the international successful stage show slash movie ghost stories. I figured with an anthology film that people were going to go a lot more classic than they did. That they were going to vote for a classic film such as Dr. Terror or Trick or Treat because they've been around for a while. There's a lot of love that grows for them. Relatively, Ghost Stories is quite new, so. And I, I honestly thought Tales from the Crypt were gonna, we're gonna smash it mm. purely because I know it was public vote, and like you know, you always see the public votes in with a good shot, but it depends on our scores as well. But I don't know the love we. It felt like we had a lot of love for it. Yeah. But I think, like in retrospect, it were, for me, it was like purely based on that Peter Cushing section. So when it comes to actually like grading it it were a bit like well take that out and there weren't as much I loved about it mm. do you want to give the grades on them I certainly will so this um this upsets me this week um it's doubly upsets me because I find myself in the same position as I found myself last week which is in last place Sorry. with a fucking classic film that is got in Yes. The, what's even more getting is Dr. Terror's House of Horror, thank you to everyone involved in this, only came in with a grade of D. D. That's disgraceful. D. I blame you, Chris. I blame you, Faith. And I blame you, listeners. Bitch, <laughs> I love Dr. Terror. In third place, um, we had Trick or Treat. Again, chalk. I did think it would be higher. Um, it did come in with a grade C. And it wasn't too far behind the third, uh, the second place, obviously, Tales from the Crib, which also came in with a C, quite close uh, when it comes to grading them um, on the charts. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, uh, Ghost Stories smashed it this week. Boom. Smashed it. Came in with a grade A, is... which I think is one of the highest we've had. Is it not my second A as well? My first with Scream. I imagine probably so. It very well could be. And I don't think, I think the only other film that's come close to that or even got that was uh, maybe Anna in the Apocalypse. I'm just pulling back my win from 50 <laughs> odd years ago. Um, so yeah, you've won. Congratulations. Well done. Well, well, well done. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, so that means that you get the joy of introducing the next two episodes as well, which we all know is your favourite thing to do. <laughs> and the joy of picking the next genre. Yeah. Genre. So for next week's genre, I'm going to go little. I'm going to go plastic. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make it disgusting. I think everybody who's just listened to the scrum, ah, yes. <laughs> She's going her vibrators. That's right. It's dildo genre, people. It's not. But it does begin with a D. It's dolls. Dolls. All about the dolls. We've, uh, I think we've discussed already what we possibly might go for. Um, Mm -hmm. And to be honest, I wouldn't say that two of them were obvious choices, but 
I guess we'll have to see when listeners weighed in with their suggestions as well. I mean, I am torn between between I've got like two favorite doll films, mm-hmm. um, so it's this is a tough one for me, mm. and I'm 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 working out which one takes the edge. But I'll let you know very soon so that you've got time to watch it. Obviously, <laughs> maybe I won't. How <laughs> dare! So that brings us to the end of another results show. Um, thank you for listening. Much appreciated. Thank you for all your feedback. Thank you for your suggestions. Uh, don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. And we will see you next time for the Doll Genre Edition. Thanks, guys. Bye. 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 Thank you. Woo.